BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It's Tuesday, June 21st, and we're bringing you real-time news. Fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. Day four of the House January 6th committee hearings today featured testimony on how Donald Trump pressured state election officials in his effort to overturn the 2020 election results. Democrat Adam Schiff led the questioning. Among those testifying were Arizona's House Speaker, Republican Rusty Bowers. And from Georgia, we had Gabe Sterling, the chief operating officer for the Secretary of State and Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. He's the one who Trump asked to find those 11,000 extra votes. Arizona House Speaker Rusty Bowers paused in his testimony before saying his decision to push back was a matter of faith, saying he believes the Constitution is, quote, divinely inspired. And when he got an early call from Rudy Giuliani asking to overturn Arizona's election results, he couldn't entirely believe it. And what exactly did he say and how that come up? My recollection, he said, we've got lots of theories, we just don't have the evidence. And I don't know if that was a gaffe or maybe he, he didn't think through what he said, but both myself and others in my group, the three in my group and my, my counsel, both remembered that specifically and afterwards we kind of laughed about it. In December 2020, Georgia elections official Gabriel Sterling held a press conference calling on Donald Trump to stop lying about a stolen election out of fear people would get killed. This came after Sterling saw threatening tweets aimed at a contractor with Dominion Voting Systems, which produces voting machines and software. You committed treason. May God have mercy on your soul with a slowly twisting gif of a noose. And for lack of a better word, I lost it. Donald Trump's call to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger asking him to find 11,000 additional votes has long been known. But today, Raffensperger talked about the threats he and his family received, including someone who broke into his widowed daughter-in-law's home. Adam Schiff asked why he didn't just walk away. Because I knew that we had followed the law and we had followed the Constitution. And I think sometimes moments require you to stand up and And just take the shots. You're doing your job. And that's all we did. Election workers were among the many victims of harassment featured in today's hearing. There is nowhere I feel safe. Nowhere. Ruby Freeman, who goes by the name Lady Ruby, was an election worker in Fulton County, Georgia, during the 2020 election and was seen on a video that, according to the Trump campaign, showed her bringing in 18,000 fake votes for Joe Biden. Do you 
know how it feels to have the president of the United States to target you? The allegation, of course, was false, but Freeman told the committee she received death threats and had to leave her home after being called out by name by both Trump and Rudy Giuliani. The president of the United States is supposed to represent every American, not to target one, but he targeted me, Lady Ruby, a small business owner a mother, a proud American citizen who stand up to help Fulton County run an election in the middle of the pandemic. Today and every day, we're updating the refresh from Insider as news happens. Coming up, with historically high interest rates and lots of market volatility, we talk about where everyday folks can most safely invest right now. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Notion, Unifor, and SalesLoft. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. The stock market apparently enjoyed its day off yesterday and came back in a good mood. Stocks finished the day way up. The Dow gained 641 points, or more than 2%, and the S&P and NASDAQ also closed up more than 2%. So, are we done with the bear market yet? Not likely, say analysts, but savor the good days while you can. The International Swimming Federation has passed a new rule that will ban most transgender women from participating in elite competitions. The new policy says they'll only be able to compete if they transitioned before 12 years old. That excludes most transgender women because many don't start the transition process until adulthood, according to Cedars-Sinai. But the governing body says it's looking into creating a third category for transgender athletes who don't meet these new criteria. Elon Musk's daughter wants to legally change her name. The 18-year-old wants to confirm her gender identity. She is transgender. And while she's at it, drop the Musk family name. She tells Reuters that she doesn't want to be associated with her father in, quote, any way, shape, or form. The Tesla CEO has mocked gender pronouns in the past. A Russian tennis player found a way to compete at Wimbledon despite the tournament's ban on Russian and Belarusian players. Natella Zelomidze is a dual citizen of Russia and Georgia, so she simply changed her nationality to Georgian. She said she had been weighing the nationality change for years anyway, and now she'll be able to compete in the famed tennis tournament, which starts next week. Warren Buffett is one of the richest men in the world and one of the savviest investors ever. And if you hope to score lunch with the guy, you better have some deep pockets. One anonymous person just won an eBay auction to eat steak with Buffett, paying a record-breaking $19 million to do it. Yep, well, at least the proceeds benefit a San Francisco nonprofit that helps people get back on their feet from homelessness or addiction. The markets are going to hell in a handbasket, to quote my colleague Lynette Lopez. Inflation is at a 40-year high. Stocks are especially volatile. The housing market is expensive and another recession may be on the way. So what can people do with their money that is safe but still gives them a little profit? And I mean 
regular folks, not people who have hundreds of thousands of dollars or an insider's knowledge of the stock market. Jasmine Suarez leads the personal finance team at Insider, and she's here to help. Jasmine, I've been looking for a place to put money that gives me a little more back than a savings account, and I just learned about iSavings bonds. So in plain English for people like me, what are they? So iSavings bonds are a really low-risk savings product. So iBonds, you know, they are backed by the full faith of the U.S. government. So, you know, there's a lot of security there. And it's a savings bond that earns a combination of a fixed rate that stays the same throughout the life of the bond and an inflation rate that's set twice a year. So for bonds issued from May of this year through October of this year, 2022, the combined rate is 9.62. Which is a good chunk of change. Yeah, absolutely. Another option are Treasury Inflation Protected Securities. They're also called TIPS, T-I-P-S. And so these are treasury securities whose principal is adjusted according to changes in the consumer price index, CPI. So that just means when inflation goes up, the principal of your TIPS increase. And with deflation, it decreases. Something else you can consider outside of investing in stocks and bonds are CDs. Um, You can consider a CD ladder, and that's just a strategy in which you divide a sum of money into equal amounts, and you can invest them in CDs that have different spread out maturity dates. Um, Let's say you choose a five-year CD. That means you won't have access to that money until five years. Obviously, you can dip into the funds, but you're generally looking at penalties. But the idea is that you're planning ahead. And so you can continue putting some money in a five-year CD. Next year, you can put some more money in another five-year CD. And then five years from now, if you continue that, you will have CDs that are maturing every year, starting from the first one that you've invested in. The longer the CD, the higher the interest rate. So you know, if you're signing up for a one-year CD, you'll get one interest rate. But if you sign up for a five-year CD, it's going to be a lot higher. If this feels like a daunting endeavor, you know, if you haven't even started saving your money or investing, what advice would you have for someone? They should consider the future. There's a lot of talk of an impending recession. So that's definitely something to think about. So if you're going to be investing, which you totally can do, don't panic sell anything. If anything, you can reallocate your assets in your portfolio And as I mentioned before, you can consider bonds. They tend to be really safe or safer than other assets. And I would say start small, you know, start with a small amount of money that they are okay with letting go because with any investment comes risk, of course. Just start with, you know, $50 if that's something you're comfortable with and do a lot of research into what you're investing. Is this something that has long-term gains? Is this something that historically has done well during a recession? Jasmine, thanks for chatting with me. Thanks for having me. Jasmine Suarez is a personal finance editor at Insider. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play the Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Talk to you soon. Bye.